Okay, hi everyone. This is Andre from Mental Health and I'm here with Dr. Lade Smith. Uh, she's a psychiatrist and researcher from South London and also clinical director of the National Collaborating Centre for Mental Health. Lade, let me start by asking you, what are your biggest concerns about what's happening right now in mental health care? Okay, hi Andre and hi everybody. So one of my biggest concerns is that um, as a result of the COVID pandemic, we found that, um, well, it seems to be that if you are from a black, Asian or other minority ethnic background, a BAME background, then it looks like you're more likely to have the negative effects of COVID. You're more likely to have the complications, more likely to end up in ITU and intensive care, and maybe more likely to die. Um, I think this is being investigated at the moment. And so people are facing on the physical effects, but actually we already know that people with, from BME backgrounds are much more likely to have disproportionate mental health difficulties long before the COVID pandemic that was well known about. And the COVID pandemic itself is, is undoubtedly going to have enorm an enormous impact on people's mental health as a result of the uh, the pandemic itself and the lockdown, but also afterwards the effects on people because of the likely economic recession. And so for me, what that means is that people from BME backgrounds have got a kind of triple whammy, if you like. You know, there's the physical effects of COVID, there's the mental health effects of COVID, plus the already existing issues with mental health in people with from BME backgrounds. And there's a new survey that the Mental Health Policy Research Unit are running at the moment, which is looking specifically at what's happening at the front line in mental health care. Uh, and it's asking mental health staff from all sorts of different settings to participate. So why is it particularly important, do you think, that uh, BAME staff participate in the survey? Why, why do their voices need to be heard? So for a long time, uh, research has been done that's involved, that, that's been around um, the mental health of people from ethnic minority groups. And unfortunately, what we found is, is that sometimes the explanations given for the disproportionate rates of mental health problems seen in BME people, in particular, the disproportionate rates of mental health attention. About half of the explanations that are given are actually based on stereotypical assumptions of those of people from those groups. And often when you look at the research a bit more closely, all the people in those different groups, the black people from African backgrounds, the black people from Caribbean backgrounds, the um, South Asian people from Bangladeshi backgrounds or from um, uh, Sri Lankan backgrounds are all lumped together as though they're one group of people and they're lumped together as though they're one group of people and then assumption is made about why it is they have a particular problem and that's gone on for years and um, part, when you ask researchers why that is why have you lumped together BAME people as though they're all one People will say, well, the numbers of people who responded to our survey were a bit low. So 
because it was too low to analyze the small number of people, what we did was put everyone together. But the fact is that someone who is from, um, you know, West Africa, who came here to the UK um, as an adult, has had a different experience to someone who is from a Bangladeshi background, who was born in the East End of London and grew up in Britain. And to lump everyone together as though they have the same culture, the same mores, the same experiences of life, is just inaccurate. And what that means is that the conclusions that are drawn about people will be inaccurate. So what's needed is for people from different ethnic minority backgrounds to respond to surveys to how, so that your voice can be heard. Because otherwise what will happen is people will be either lumped together or people will be discounted altogether because the group of people responding aren't big enough. And then what will happen is that people will guess at what's needed for, that, for your particular group. So if you want your voice heard, you've got to make sure that you respond to the surveys. And th this time, although it's been a very strange and weird and difficult time for, for all of us, there is an opportunity here for the voices of all the different types of ethnic minority people in the country to be heard, and maybe to be heard properly and listened to for one of the very first times ever. I'm interested in your thoughts just finally on, on why this is a big problem, just generally in research, because all surveys, all mental health research more broadly, all health research has this same issue of difficulty in recruiting people into research or asking people to complete surveys from non-white backgrounds. As a black woman, as a researcher, as a clinician, why is this a problem? Why do people from BAME backgrounds not get involved in research, not complete surveys? It's funny because in some ways the, the very question itself is almost asking me to represent everybody else and I can't do that. But what I can tell you is that for me, when I see surveys and they say, you know, uh, what's your ethnicity or we're particularly interested in hearing from you if you're, if you're from a particular back background. You know, I'm, I'm a black female, born and brought up in Britain. I have, my parents are, you know, I'm from a Niger Nigerian descent. My parents are born in Nigeria. So for me, I sort of think, yeah, well, why bother? What difference is it going to make? You're not really going to be listening to my views or taking my views into account anyway. And I, I don't know if that's something that everybody else feels, that, but that's how it often feels for me. And it often feels that way because then when you do see the survey results, I'm kind of mushed in together with everybody else or I stick out like a sore thumb because it's only me who's answered the question. And so they don't count my, my response. And, um, you know, for the most part, it doesn't really matter. But with what's been happening with the COVID pandemic, it's really important that we get as many responses as possible from lots of different people so that we can better understand some of the issues and how to help people in the future. And frankly, this is a plea from me. I am really keen to try and make a, a real difference to um, mental health access experience and outcomes for black people and Asian people and 
other minority groups in Britain. And that's something that's a long-standing need and a long-term aim. And this is a chance to start making a real difference. And this pandemic is really amplifying the existing discrimination and inequalities that people from BAME communities have. How do you see that kind of being resolved in some way by research? What's the important role that research can play in helping address that problem? So um, what tends to happen is that if the research isn't there to provide the evidence, then people will fill the gaps of the evidence themselves. And what that means is that people use the evidence of their own experience. And that might mean, well, I saw that the reason I, you know, a person might say, I think black people have got more health, you know, mental health problems because it's genetic or because they smoke too much cannabis or something like that, because that, that's the assumption they make. They don't know very much about the lives of black people. And they'll discount other factors like socioeconomic factors and social disadvantage, discrimination, racism. What the research can do when it's done properly and when it's done carefully and when the right kind of questions are asked is it can provide answers that truly help to understand what the issues are. And in fact, we're starting to get research now that is increasingly showing that the, the disproportionate um, outcomes and experience for black, in BME people in terms of mental health is largely driven by social disadvantage. And, and we don't know yet, but there's likely a significant element of discrimination and racism going on as well. But we won't know that for sure without the research. It's absolutely imperative that black mental health staff from um, who, are, who are particularly, who are working at the front line, particularly nurses, because there are so many nurses who are from a black um, African or black Caribbean background working on the front line, who I am sure often feel that their voice is not, is not heard in the same way that say the doctor's voices are heard, or maybe even their white counterparts aren't heard that you respond to these surveys and there's going to be more than one survey. There are a number of surveys out there and frankly, we're all going to get a bit of survey fatigue, but I would say respond to the survey because for once, this is a chance that your voice actually might be heard because people are very keen to hear what you've got to say. And people like me are saying, don't just extrapolate. Don't just, you know, assume that everyone's the same, but if there aren't enough different types of people responding, if you only have 10 responses from someone from uh, you know, Indian, South Asian background, and you only have five responses from someone who's Filipino, from people who are Filipino, and you only have 15 responses from people who are um, black, you know, for a black African background, then everyone will be lumped together as BAME. And so it, it, I'm asking and and hoping that you'll all understand the real importance of completing these surveys. Um.